Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. How are we all this Monday? I am a level 12 puffy today. Someone asked on AMA last week, you know, I get really puffy and I'm like self-conscious and like what, you know, asking about that. And I said, for those of us who puff, it is very stressful and it is a real issue. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're lucky because a lot of us retain water and get so puffy. And especially, I hate to say it, guys, I hate to say it. You know, I love getting older. I have to say after like 26, 27, you have a big couple days of eating and drinking. You are just puffy. Anyway, I had a very fun weekend. The puff was worth it. Let me know if I should do an entire episode dedicated to all of my tips and tricks for depuffing because I have a lifetime of them at this point. I had a very fun weekend. I had a, a typical weekend that felt like, wow, there's a separation between the week and the, the weekend. Sometimes when you work in social media, you know, whatever your job is, sometimes there can be a blurring or like if you work from home now, you know, post uh, pandemic, it can there can be a blurring. But I had such a specific weekendy weekend on Friday uh me Ashley and Daisy and Chloe we decided to play hooky and go to Malibu and go to our favorite Severna Tony get the dips get the dip plate get the dip plate and just drink a bunch of rosé and have fun and then my girlfriend was in town um she actually lives in Poland the coolest person ever she works in spirits um and she we went to Stanford together but she's a really really close girlfriend of mine and um we just celebrated her birthday and that was so fun at the Ivy which is a great place to celebrate things and then on Saturday um I had an amazing chef, Chef Matt, come to the house and do a dinner party for my friends. And we felt so, I felt so adult. And I was asking everyone for their tips and tricks on dinner parties. And I learned a lot of good ones. And you guys were all saying, like, do stuff before, even though I wasn't cooking because I'm a lazy bitch. Um, I 
you know, I was trying to do stuff before. So I was like lighting all these candles and I set the the place settings and tried to clean my house. And even my friends, when they came over, said, wow, Tinks, your house is really clean because I'm a slob. I've told you guys that before. I'm a slob. I'm not dirty and messy. There's a difference. There's a dirty camp and a messy camp. I'm firmly in the messy camp. And also it's controlled chaos. Like I know where everything is. You might, it might look like, you know, a bomb went off in my house, but I know if you say, Hey, where's that pink shirt? I can find it most of the time. Anyway. So halfway through the dinner, by the way, Chef Matt is amazing. I tagged him on my Instagram and I'll tag him again in the comments. If you live in LA or New York, you've got to have him do a party for you because he's fantastic. Um, the smoke alarm goes off and it was really weird because the doors were open and, you know, he's a professional. There was no smoke and, and we couldn't figure it out. And it was truly so loud and awful. And I was like, this fucking house, so many problems with it, whatever. It goes on for like almost an hour on and off and on and on and off. Finally, Dina goes in, Brian goes in my spare bathroom and she's like, Tinks, you put a candle underneath an electrical socket and this flame was literally catching the electrical socket on fire if you have been following me for longer than a week you know about the sex on fire story from college i am hereby declaring myself no longer allowed to have candles it is diffusers from here on out for me okay it is i'm sorry tanks this is enough enough is enough i was so embarrassed chef matt like this professional amazing guy is like oh like thanks for distracting from like my food with your shenanigans um but we still had fun and then it was just one of those wonderful dinner parties where everyone was meshing and vibing and the music was great and we were dancing by the end of it and then we decided to go out um and dance more after so it was a really fun really fun day and then yesterday went on an adventure Sundays are like my adventure day for eating and being hungover but you know what I say guys if you're hungover no matter what get out of bed get in the shower and just get out of bed and just go do something with your friends have a little routine so that no matter what you you totally have to create a new pattern for your Sunday scaries because I know a lot of us get those. But like if you have things that you always do, then you create new rituals and you're not like, oh, no, Sunday's the day where I'm scared. You're like, oh, Sunday's the day where I go have to try a new food or a new restaurant. So um, we went downtown. We went to this new or sorry, it's not new. It's been around for a while. It's called Yang Ban. And it's a Korean marketplace, but you can also eat there. It has like a like a little convenience store section. It is unbelievable. Run, don't walk. We got the initially why we went in is like the branding was so cute and it was such an interesting space. Downtown in LA, it, there's so much space, so there's actually room for cool buildings. Whereas in you know West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, everything's so crammed. So anyway. Initially, I saw this sign that said Buffalo Milk Soft Serve. I love all things Froyo, all things Soft Serve. I was like, we got to try that. The toppings were so interesting. It was amazing. Then we ended up getting fried rice. And then we ended up getting um, these amazing noodles. Anyway, if you're in the area or even if you're not, highly recommend it. I will be going back just for that. Um, and then we saw this Nicolas Cage movie. Okay, it's called... It's such a long name. It's always tough when it's a long, weird name for a movie. The Unbearable Weight of um, Extreme Talent or a lot of talent or something like that. Okay, this movie was so funny. Phone level one. I think I checked my phone one time in the movie. Um, 
if you don't know about my rating system for movies and TV, a phone level 10 means I was on my phone the entire time. You know those movies and TVs where you're like, oh, what happened? And you're just scrolling on Instagram the whole time. Phone level one, I like barely looked at it. It is so funny. Keep in mind, I have a very specific type of humor and it is that humor. But I think a lot of you guys will find it funny. I love when celebrities don't take themselves seriously and the entire movie is just Nicolas Cage making fun of himself, which I rate highly. Very, very funny. Go see it. Hilarious. And then I had like just a tinge of Sunday scaries when I got home, just like a tiny bit. So I was like, okay, rom-com. That's my fix for everything. I'm like, okay, put a rom-com on. And as you guys know, I'm rewatching a lot of the old ones and I'm going to do recaps. Last night was um, Wedding Planner. I said, I I wrote off the cuff a list of my top 10 rom-coms. And there was heated, heated debate in the DMs. I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to my list and defending my list and my thought process. For example, a lot of you said, Tink's Where the Fuck is Love Actually? Where's the Holiday? Those are holiday movies. Okay? Those are holiday movies, not rom-coms. Also, like, This is 40, which is one of my favorite movies. Mm, Not a rom-com. It's a comedy. Same with Forgetting Sarah Marshall. So I'm going to defend my thinking and my list on a future episode because, obviously, this is something we're all very passionate about. And again, I'll stop talking about old movies when they make good new rom-coms. They made a good new comedy with this Nicolas Cage movie. So, okay, guys, where's our our traditional rom-com? Listen, I'm going to put my dick on, on the table here. I just, I have to say this. It's been in the back of my mind for a while. It's, it's an O word. It's an opinion. Or rather, it, it's a, I don't know what it is. I wonder if we can't make any rom-coms that remind us of the old rom-coms because things have changed. Like so much of when I rewatch these old rom-coms, I'm like, they would never do that now. They would never say that now. Um, like, you, we can't. We can't make a movie about this anymore because things have changed for the better. And that's really difficult for me because I, I care so much about, I mean, all I do is talk to you guys about how you have to focus on your own self-worth and your own happiness and you can't wait around and you can't allow someone to control your happiness and how you shouldn't settle That's my entire platform is telling women not to settle. But when it comes to a rom-com, I'm like, no, the guy meets the girl (laughs) and then everything's okay. So that's hard. That's a hard thing for me to contend with that I've been kind of thinking about for a while. So much has changed. They said the R word in The Wedding Planner last night. I was watching. I was like, oh, oh, what year is this made? It's a long time ago. Things change. Um, So anyway, let's ruminate on that. Can we not make a rom-com? in the same vein because women don't need men to be happy anymore. Mm. Interesting. Okay, today, sharp left turn, we are going to finally discuss fatal flaw friend theory. This is one of my favorite theories of mine because it's helped me the most and it's also one of my most long-standing. And we've been talking a lot about friendships female friendships. I've been so moved by, you know, all you guys since the rich mom walk coming and friendship pairs. So this is a theory that really, really helped me and it can help you too. Okay. I'll tell you the Genesis story and then I'll tell you what it is. When I was growing up, I had a very close friend 
and she was probably my best friend for a, a lot of a lot of my childhood and she was a liar it was just a thing known she was a liar not big lies that hurt anybody but like lies and one day I was telling my mom about you know this latest thing that she was lying about and my mom stopped me and she said listen you've known her for what 10 years now she's a liar she's always gonna be a liar that's just part of her personality she's like you either have to accept that or don't be friends with her anymore now my mom probably said this because she was tired of hearing me bitch about the same thing over and over again but over the years when I was reflecting back on that it struck me she's right and when you think about your best friends and and people you spend a lot of time with there's usually one big kind of fatal flaw about them I have another friend and by the way we talk about this so it's okay I'm not being shady here her fatal flaw is moodiness she's a very moody person everything will be fine and then all of a sudden she'll be in a terrible mood and no one can do anything to fix it and before I had this theory it would be difficult because it would be you know grating to be around her when she was in the bad moods and we didn't know how to talk about it whatever anyway usually all best friends have one fatal flaw and you're probably thinking about your best friend going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. They're really insecure. Or, oh, yeah, they're really this or that. Okay. My theory is that you have to identify the fatal flaw in your best friends. And you have to accept it. And anything that they do that falls under the realm of that flaw, you can't bitch about it. You can't get upset about it. You can't even think about it. You just have to label it and move on. It's a write-off. So let's continue with the lying example. So say you have a, a best friend and she makes all these little white lies and you, you're always kind of catching her and it's driving you nuts, whatever. If you accept her flaw, you have to truly accept it and never bitch about it. And if she does something like that, just go, oh, okay. It was, falls, under the, falls under her flaw. Who cares? And this theory has helped me so much because I really dislike it when people consistently bitch about their friends. It really drives me nuts or in general about something and they're not changing it or, you know, it's just bitching to bitch. And we all have things about our personalities that are less than good. Okay. We all have flaws. We're human. Um, and so this theory helps you accept those things. And by the way, if you can't accept it, if you're thinking about your friends now or someone who you're, you know, having trouble with, if they have a flaw that you can't accept, you have to demote them. Okay? You have to create space, be less close to them. Because it's madness to be close to someone and not accept their flaw and just bitch about it constantly and get upset about it all the time. Okay? So, I put this video out on TikTok and it got such a good reception and then someone asked a follow-up question was like how do you demote a friend because demote is a very negative word right it's a very intense negative word I should have always in the first place just said create space or be less close to right because if you're around someone all the time if they're in your friend group and you're seeing them multiple times a week and whatever their flaw is is bothering you multiple times a week that's not good you either have to accept it or you have to to move on and someone asked oh well do you tell them no obviously you don't tell them by the way you're really insecure and that drives me nuts so I'm going to be less close to you now no 
be an adult adult sell, set healthy boundaries don't say yes every time they ask to hang out with you other people say should you tell your friends their flaws no i don't think so i mean some people can guess and and when i told my friend that one specific friend she was like oh, well obviously mine's being moody and then we had a laugh about it it was great but no i don't think so i've thought a lot about what mine is i think it's probably either that i'm extremely impatient extremely and that goes from both ends of the spectrum to the point where I will open a bag of chips in the grocery store because I can't wait to eat them or it's like if I feel as though someone isn't you know standing up for themselves enough or making the right life choices I can be very frustrated with them easily because I, I want the best for them um or maybe it's that I'm really black and white about things I don't know uh that's for my friends <laughs> that's for my friends to decide I have a new character in my life. You guys know I'm obsessed with naming things. Her name's Rita, and she's my aura ring. Um, obviously, one of my amazing followers came up with a name for her. So I got the aura ring. If you don't know what it is, it's a tracker, kind of like an Apple Watch, but without all the other technology. It tracks your sleep. It tracks your activeness, your readiness. And so far, I really like it. But then I'm like, is this just playing into all of our narcissism because we all just want to know exactly how many minutes we slept and exactly how long we've been sitting down? I don't know. I really like it so far. Um, the Aura Ring does not like alcohol. Okay, my first night of sleep was amazing. I showed my followers and you guys were all like, oh my God, a 91, that's so great. What a great sleep score. Tanks are so healthy, amazing. The next night I had 49 margaritas. And the aura ring was like, you're trash, you're garbage, please get your life together. Let me tell you, after Saturday night when I had 69 margaritas and slept four hours, Mrs. Rita was not very happy with me. But I'm into it. I think it's like a great help if you need reminding of that stuff. My trainer told me something that I thought was really useful because I was raving about it and how much I loved it. She said, don't let it tell you how you feel. So for example, if you wake up and you feel good and then you see your sleep score is low, don't let it inform your emotions, which I thought was a great um, pinch of salt to go with it. But I'm very, very into it so far. Um, I really enjoy learning everything and it's a good reminder. And you guys know I'm obsessed with steps anyway. So w the fact that I can get credit for all the walking is really great. All the rich mom walkings. Rita loves rich mom walks. This morning I went on one and I'll never stop talking about it because it will never stop being the best way to wake up and to take a break. I woke up on the wrong side of bed this morning, but I bet you guys didn't know because I had 30 minutes before I had to get this to the studio and I thought, go get your fucking ass outside. Get it outside. No sunglasses per Andrew Huberman, um, the great neuroscience daddy. He said, get outside, get that light in your eyes, even if you live in somewhere that's not sunny. And the weather in L.A. has been atrocious, but um, the fresh air did me good. By the time I was back to my house, ready to go to the studio, I was raring to go. Fresh air, man. I still don't have my car, so I have to be driven everywhere by Sethi and Lauren like a baby. Three months without my car you guys three months because some girl got drunk and hit my car on her way home from the club i'm going to bottle rock 
this weekend. I am so excited because obviously I'm really hot on the Bay Area right now. You guys know all my nostalgia and my trip to San Francisco. I can't wait to be up there again. I've only been to Bottle Rock once before. If you don't know what it is, it's a music festival. And the lineup? Okay, hot take. Big O word again, opinion. It was be- It's better than Coachella because there- Coachella is too much pressure. It's too much pressure with well, I could do a whole episode about that because I have thoughts now that I've reflected back on it. But um, it's all people with the Bottle Rock lineup that you probably wouldn't, maybe not buy a ticket to their concert if they were in your town, but you're so, so happy to see them. You're like, oh my God, I love them. 21 Pilots, Pink, Marky Basie, my, my good friend. Uh, who else? Luke Combs. Um, so many fun people and my best 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 girlfriend I know I say I know you guys tease me I have a lot of best friends my friend from when I was three you guys I've known her known her for I know her 20 whatever years I'm as old as fuck 28 years and she's my best 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 friend so I'm my oldest friend Catherine is coming with me we're gonna meet drink a lot of wine listen to a lot of good music and have some fun so I'm looking forward to that all week um I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I cannot wait for the live show. I'm just obsessed with the live show right now. Um, So please call in Wednesday. Don't forget to leave a diamond emoji if you want to talk more about something on any of the shows. We haven't said this in a while. Let's frost the internet with diamonds emojis. (laughs) Have a really good, safe week, you guys. I love you. Um, And if you are enjoying the podcast, please give it a five-star rating. Write a nice review. Share it with a friend. It means the fucking world to me. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.